Out Here Podcast with Puckington the God. Important one right here, ladies and gentlemen. It says recovery begins with one sober hour. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a coin from my man, my therapist, my counselor, fucking Derek, the goddamn man, um, gave me that coin. We talked about this coin mad long ago, right? When I was trying to get out of the strip club, right? And I'm like, yo, I fucking can't stop going to the strip club. Do some type of voodoo shit to me so I can stop going. Uh, and he didn't do that at all. And I continue to go and, 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 and you know, have fun and, and ruin my life and, you know, go, you know, spend a couple years and even have some come over to the crib and, you know, whatever. And it wasn't working. And then, uh, Fucking COVID hit, still wasn't working, you know what I'm saying? So I, the strip club was closed down. So at that point, I was bringing them to the crib. And uh, so it was still just a loss. And then 2021 turn, comes around, and I just fucking buckle down, okay? January, no strip club, but had a few visitors. Uh, February, had a visitor. That was the last time. Okay, so therefore, being that your boy has had a goddamn month of sobriety, of any, look, fucking hookers, strippers, any of that shit, man. So, we're in this goddamn motherfucker, man, coming hot, okay? Uh, But look, man, it's the motherfucking Pucks Out Here podcast, man. I don't really know how to fucking tell you. Okay, I can only just show you. Um, as you can see, we're coming visual with it. I had to come visual this time, you know, to, you know, live and direct. It's few like this that spit it true like this. Am I coming from the crummy apartment? Yes, but it's real. It's character, baby. Okay, it's fucking character. Now, am I am I here? I'm coming from you. I'm coming to you from franklin ohio right now franklin ohio someplace motherfuckers do not know right at all um and today i was talking to my boy because today's 513 day in cincinnati it's the area code so i'm fucking with my boy and he's like 513 day and i'm like nah i'm from fucking you know he's like you repping you you've rep both man which are you rep cincinnati or you rep dayton and i'm like he's like you've repped both and i said i rep neither but let me tell you something. I could rep the Natty. I could rep Dayton. I could rep Columbus. I could go the fucking four hours to Youngstown. It wouldn't matter. It's fucking Ohio. And it's a complete abomination in every sense of the fucking word. Okay? So it doesn't matter what city and what fucking state and what anything that, that, that I rep. Okay? Because it's it's it doesn't matter. Ohio sucks. But... I love it. Also, um, shout out to my boy, Reese. He will probably say something about this. Be saying, I was, uh, fuck Ohio was on no jumper vlog like three years ago. And I think I said that. And it's like, dude, I love Ohio, but this place sucks. Let's keep it real. You know what I mean? This place is like home of Mountain Dew and meth. Like it's not a, it's not a dope spot at all. Okay. And you can go to the downtown areas. It's not dope. Now, have I been able, you know, to, to find like-minded homies and weave 
been able to make some dope shit. Of course. Of course. But it doesn't matter, man. I'm here for life, baby. I'm here for motherfucking life. But, um, yeah, your boy, uh, Look, man, and, and also episode one coming straight fresh off Mother's Day. And if you know me, that's a major one. That's a major one, okay? It was funny, like two two days, a couple of days before Mother's Day, I was on uh, fucking Instagram. I was on goddamn Sneaker History. I think the page was. Yeah, it was on Sneaker History. And I'm scrolling through this shit, right? And they got this picture of uh, the band Megadeth, right? And Megadeth was this huge 80s band, uh, a fucking hair metal band back in the day, right? And they got, like, the tight-ass jeans on, but they got uh, the the big-ass Nikes from the 80s, right? Now, I don't... I'm not up on my, you know... I'm not up on my 80s Nikes game, all right? To me, it's, like, all fucking... It shoes Nikes in the 80s were like they said force and flight on them, right? Like, I don't fucking know, right? Shout out Sneaker Dave, he will know, okay? So, I'm scrolling through, right? And I see this picture and I see the band, right? And I look to the left and it hit me, and there was the guitar player. And I hadn't thought about this in a while, but it was just funny. Uh, that it happened a few days before Mother's Day, and the guitar player. Now, this guitar player from Megadeth, he was, uh, let's just say, family friends, whatever, with my mom for years. They kicked it in the 80s, whatever, whatever. Uh, I mean, let's keep it real. Probably smash, but like, are we fucking, who are we lie? Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Um, but, yeah, so... They kick in the 80s, they fuck in the 80s, whatever, they move on, and they become, they stay, uh, they stay in touch, or whatever, and fast forward to the early 2000s, he moves back to Dayton area, and, uh, my mom, he links with my mom, or whatever, while my mom introduces him to my sister, fast forward, him and my sister fucking fall in love, they get engaged, they're getting engaged, they're about to get married, all of a sudden, one random night, my mom gets a dick pic, right, on her phone. Now, let me just tell you, preface this, this is like 05, right? So we're talking sending dick pics off a flip phone. What kind of savagery, okay? But now that I think of this, all my middle school friends are going to remind me that I was taking pictures of my dick on my sidekick uh, in like seventh grade, for sure. For sure. Um, But... You know, it's beside the point. Whatever, I'm a savage, okay? So, she gets this uh, photo or whatever, and she kind of has an inkling of who this uh, the, who this picture, this dick pic is, right? Well, it's him, the guy from Megadeth, uh, her friend who is engaged to my sister and her daughter. Well, my mom is, she doesn't know what to fucking do, right? She's in it, she doesn't, she's like, what the fuck do I do? So, the message says, uh, I know you wanted it today, right? Now, I guess... That earlier that day, before he had sent the dick pic, he was up in my mom's salon and they were kicking it or whatever. And he got the hint or got a, a lead on that my mom, you know, she fucking, you know, was digging him or whatever. And look, bro, my mom, you'll learn that was probably true. Okay. He probably was right. Okay, so he sends this pic or whatever. He goes home, fucking is like, God damn, the mom's fucking feeling me. The daughter's fucking feeling me. And I'm out here. Fucking let me just do some movie shit real quick and fucking send a dick pic. 
so he sends the dick pic or whatever. Well, my mom, she feels like, what the fuck do I do? She takes my, my sister, her daughter, out to dinner, and they go back and forth. And she goes, look, I got this dick pic. You, do you know who it is? And she's like, yeah, that's fucking my fiance. He sends me the same one every day or all the time. And I'm just like, God damn, man. Motherfuckers sending dick pics off of Verizon. I don't even know if the Razor was out yet. Okay, the fl- it was like a flip phone, but I don't even know if the razor was out. It was like one of them chunky round joints, you know what I'm saying? Just getting it flicks off. You know what I'm saying? Drop a comment if you fucking were sending dick pics on flip phones. Circa 05, Verizon era, okay? And I'm talking about that Verizon across from the Dayton Mall that's got the little sky dome in it. That was my shit back in the day, RIP. Um, So, my sister... And her, so so they're at dinner, right? I'm sorry. So they're at dinner, and my mom shows shows my sister the dick pic. Well, fast forward, uh, she goes home and is like addresses it or whatever. He fucking finagles it somehow into uh, her, her getting mad at my mom, and she probably should have because my mom was probably hitting on the dude. We both know that. Um, so she basically turned on my mom that day. They got into it or whatever, and. They have not talked in 16 years over a dick pic from a guy in Megadeth, the hairband. Now, my uh, unfortunately, my sister and this guy are not fucking together anymore. Unfortunately, I fucked with that guy hard, dude. He would always be like fucking beefing me up hard now he may have been lying i don't know he may have trying to be just trying to smash every goddamn bitch in my family i don't know but uh but you know he would always be like man this dude is destined for something man he's destined for something so uh he was wrong unfortunately here we are at 29 and you can see the surroundings he wasn't that correct but it doesn't matter because he fucking i fuck with the guy anybody who feeds my fucking ego fuck with you so uh, yeah, that, is, that was a wild one, but, man, shout out to moms, shout out to moms, shout out to Megadeth, um, and shout out to everybody that was sending dick pics, um, on the flip phone, you guys are lit, man, the concerts, man, concerts are back, right, I see the concerts, are, speaking of the concert, that was like a little segue, I see the fucking concerts are back, fucking rolling loud, sold out, Fucking Travis Scott sold out. Yo, the fucking Travis... Yo, I don't do concerts anymore. I really don't. I mean, I have to be... If you if I go to some concert, I gotta be fucking just on some VIP level shit. Okay? Because this motherfucker, you may... Uh, this guy, Travis Scott, perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, went to a show fucking circa... This is why I don't fuck with concerts, really. Circa... 2014, I go to this fucking show, right? I, I'm a diehard Travis Scott fan. This is Al Faro days. This is, I only know this motherfucker and you guys don't know him. Get out of here. He's on the come up, da-da-da-da-da. I got everybody hip, ba-ba-ba, right? So he's not even headlining. He's opening for this, like, white fucking Caucasian band uh, called The Neighborhood. And they all look like goddamn Jim Greco. From uh, fucking Baker, okay? They all look like fucking Jim Greco from Baker. And I'm like, so, and and Travis Scott was just opening up for them. And then they got all these fucking white people. So we go to Indiana to the show, right? To see him. We're like, yo, this is the closest he's going to be. 
know what I'm saying? He was on the come up. So we're like, let's fucking go. So me and the homie, we drive to Indiana and we go get to the concert or whatever. And we're in this little uh, barricade section, right? Before the, the show starts. Now, I would like to say that this barricade section was like some VIP cool shit. It was really just some handicap shit. But some pretty dope handicap shit because it was like, Motherfuckers weren't standing in front of me and shit. So, um, we're chilling or whatever. I'm waiting for the show to start. The show fucking starts. He's going in. It's lit. He's doing the fucking water bottles and the open the pit. The whole mosh, moshery. Before every rapper decided to make their set a rock set. And every rapper said, look, we're going to mosh. Uh, this is before that. So, it was lit. So he comes out or whatever. No one knows the words but me and my homie, right? We're fucking singing every word. And people are looking at us wild, right? So then he fucking sees me, spots me, right? Stops the music instantly. Fucking jumps down, makes the DJ fucking start the song over, hands me the microphone. You guys have probably seen a motherfucker do this. He still does it, right? The whole the super fanboy Astro fucks go nuts when he does this, right? So he hands like the microphone to me. He doesn't really hand it, he just like puts it in my face. And he's like looking at me with demon eyes, right? And he's like, yo, sing the song, right? And he has me sing the fucking song along or whatever the fuck. Then he gets back up on stage and stops the music again. And he's all like, and then instantly when he stops the music, I go, oh fuck. And he goes on this total fucking wheelchair rant of just complete motivation and inspiration. And, and, and he's going on. And, he, and, and, and Chase B, who knows who I am, right? Because, come on, Bob. He knows who I am. So he's like, what up, Puck, over the mic. But Travis, he doesn't know what the fuck is going on, okay? He thinks this is a fucking goddamn Make-A-Wish fucking segment on ESPN, Sports Center, where you... When you fucking want to cry and shit so he's like yo you know we all go through things and da 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 and life is hard and this motherfucker is out here and and he's going to things shout out to him blah 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 and i'm like looking around like can we let him know i'm not a dying kid can we let him know that i don't have fucking tubes hanging like come on somebody let this motherfucker know so you know and it was just like such a wake-up call too where it was just like Jesus Christ, man, like, these motherfuckers don't know, they just think, they don't know shit, dude, and it's like, if you know me, you know that that's the opposite of my vibe, fucking any type of, I'm not no motivational fucking inspiration ass motherfucker, poster boy for handicapped people, fuck that, fuck that, not that at all, um, so when I have, like, one of my favorite fucking artists, that I traveled two hours to go see treating me that way. I was like, fuck this dude. So ever since then, I just been fucking kind of weirded out about concerts. Um, so yeah, but you know, either way, it's like, dude, don't fucking treat me that way. And a lot of you will fucking realize that this fucking podcast that I got this whole stigma of wheelchair shit. Like, on some, like, never on some, like, pity shit. It's always just on some, like, uh, how people view me shit, you know? And uh, it's a whole fucking 29-year-old. It's 29 years old, and it's just out of this world. But, look, man, that's what it is. That's what it is. And I have, But have fun at the concerts, baby, because uh, it's going to be lit. 
It's going to be lit. Everyone is going to be up in that motherfucker. And uh, people are going to be fucking, man, off the vax. People are definitely going to be fucking off the vax, baby. You see me sipping a bang on that ass. I know you're ready to comment. I know you motherfuckers are ready to say, dang, why are you drinking the bang? This motherfucker, what are you, Trump supporters? No. But does this shit, like cocaine in a can, yeah. And I'm trying to get lit in this motherfucker. So, look, I don't support these cats at all, all right? Although the the uh, the owner, I mean, he's, he's kind of appealing. I'll keep it right. I don't know anything he's done. I don't know anything about him other than he's like a, a, a 50, like mid-50-year-old dude who looks like he fucked my mom at some point and uh, he's got like an ice chain on. You know what I'm saying? So, well, you guys are going to find out a lot about my mom in this podcast. She, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer to the podcast, which is a whole other thing, right? But it's uh, it was like a, you know, it, it, there's a comment in her uh, about her in the trailer and I don't. She doesn't follow me on any social media sites or anything, so I thought I was cool or whatever. I didn't really care regardless, right? But this bitch fucking texts me afterwards, right? A couple days go by, and I get a fucking text, and it says, I'm so done with you and your attacks on me. I have paid the price. You have 12 months to get your shit together, and I am cutting off the... I'll just say the financial help that she does, which is nothing. But yeah, I get a fucking little help from my mom. I told you guys, I'm 29 years old and I have not made it to where I wanted to go at all. So yeah, and you'll find out later in the podcast that the bitch really owes me. So yeah, so she sucking says, we got, I'm done 12 months and I'm cutting off the things that I help you with. We are through, but you are so ungrateful. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Look, it's like, you guys, it probably it's going to come off, and I am this, I, but it's going to come off as I'm this, uh, this fucking white boy who fucking, you know, slammed the door on his mom when he was fucking 12 and, you know, was was on Xbox Wildin' and uh, not saying racist shit um, and just, uh, you know, going off on his mom, calling her a bitch, all this type of shit, right? People coming in like, God damn, I can't talk to my mom like that, right? So you guys probably think that, but... You'll see in the long run, as this podcast goes on, that uh, it was all warranted. It was all warranted. I did all that, but it was all warranted. But um, look, man, fuck with you guys. Thank you for fucking with the podcast. Um, we're going to take a quick, hot second break. All right? Fuck with your boy, and uh, we'll be back, man. Don't fucking touch that dial, and don't be like, oh, fucking dial. Like, gonna fuck- look, bro. 29. I remember when there was a dial. All right. So look, we'll be right back. When we get fucking back, I'm going to talk about some goddamn more strip club shit, some fucking drops and shit that I've been feeling, some sneaker shit, some brand shit. Uh, and we'll be talking about you NFT motherfuckers. All right. We'll be back. Live, pal. You know what the fuck it is, man. Thank you for being back. 
on the motherfucking podcast. Pucks out here podcast, man. I appreciate you um, fucking with the boy. I thought about giving like a little background uh, when I started this bitch, but it's like, what what, what are we going to say? What are we going to say? And also, what are we going to say that we're not going to cover? Okay, because it's like, yes, uh, grew up in a town fucking outside of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, it was in the goddamn middle of a cornfield. Uh, I was a fresh motherfucker from day one. Don't get it twisted. I was lit with the fits from day one. And I had the range from day one. Okay. Didn't matter where I was from. Didn't matter what age I was. Didn't matter how much money I had. Always with the motherfucking dread. Um, but, you know, w- was in high school. Thought I was about to be a rapper. Uh, when I wasn't doing the rap shit, I was fucking, you know, helping, uh, you know, high school shit. Helping high school, the, my, my football team and, and the girls basketball team, which looking back is hella creepy. But um, these are like, I helped these uh, like teams or whatever and I thought I was like real included in shit and had like mad school pride and was just really like just felt like I was like I, I literally thought I was a coach thought I was on the coaching staff of both of these fucking things dude I would come out with uh, I would come out in like a fucking polo and like fucking khakis and shit and the whole nine dude and then then that was football and then when I was doing basketball I would dress it up even harder you know what I'm saying with the fucking tie I think there's like a I think there's like a, an article of me like with a tie you know what I'm saying one of those like news articles like you know but you know it that goes to say I thought I was I thought I was like all these things I literally was just Rudy from fucking the Cuba Gooding Jr. movie uh, if you guys know what the fuck that is um but fast forward graduate uh Still doing the rap shit, hard body, uh, opening up for people, um, and 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 you know getting into like a scene and dating in Cincinnati, both. Um, and look, I didn't really work. I, I was too busy during the time of being a rapper. I would do all the other shit, and I was really too busy spending my time in a strip club for literally ten years, a decade, uh, and that's pretty much why I probably didn't didn't work with the music uh and probably wasn't just passionate enough also but yeah I mean most of the time if I wasn't doing the rap shit after high school you could find me at a hole in the wall strip club uh called New York New York here in Franklin Ohio that if you drove by it, you would think it was like a you know an, a broken down abandoned ponderosa is the best way I could explain it uh shit looks like kind of like a farm you know what I'm saying but this place was fucking magical and let me just put it out there to all the goddamn hedge fund people and and the investors i see this place has been sitting empty for about a year holler at your boy let's do it what are we doing what are we doing let's get this place back to its fucking glory days okay let's get this place back to when i was getting fucking tugged in the back and drunk in the front all right but goddamn man so uh yeah, so I, you know, I, I lived that life or whatever, but really the whole time, my whole life, I really just been into kind of like, uh, you know, gear and clothes and, you know, this kind of culture situation, this streetwear culture, this skate culture, this basketball culture, you know, just, just being fresh and shit, just kind of, uh, back when it was a niche situation. And my, one of my best friends owns a shop in Cincinnati, it's called Corporate. 
uh, Matt Tom and Michael. Some of y'all may know the motherfucker. I don't know. Uh, but you know, and I and I just kicked it there for ten years, and you know, soaked up game, and now you know you have me here at twenty fucking nine with you know I got a lifestyle wrestling brand caught off the rope, uh, and you know it's it, you know it's a fucking nightmare to run, but I goddamn love the shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it is a fucking headache and stresses me the fuck out. But a lot of you will notice that I pretty much get stressed out uh, about everything. <clears throat> but yeah, so, you know, that's what we are here. You know what I'm saying? Just a fucking 29-year-old goddamn brand owner trying to fucking get that shit lit. Um, and that's what it is, baby. So, you're just, and that's what this pod will be about. This pod will just be about the day-to-day. Of a motherfucker like me, so, um, you know, it's wild, I can't, I know, I just fucking remember, I, I go with my grandma tomorrow, right, and I want to go to Applebee's, and we can't go to Applebee's, because I may or may not have messaged the, uh, this older lady that works there, and told her that I had always been physically attracted to her, uh, she was probably like in her 60s and she just left me on red. So there's no fucking way in hell we're pulling back up to that motherfucker. So, um, yeah, I was just, I was just a random thought. You know what I'm saying? This is just like, this is what I go through. It's like, that's what I go through during the day. It's not really, you know, whatever. Um, so, but, uh, how about you NFT motherfuckers, man? I'm really, yo, bro, let me just go ahead and say every fucking crypto. NFT fucking whatever the fuck every person that I know that is into it that I see doing it I one unfollow and two they are no they're not people that I would ever trust with real money why am I gonna tr- what the fuck are you doing and it's like all people with that are broke in real life that have regular fucking jobs in real life and now you're some type of goddamn big fucking stock investor of, of, of artwork, you know, this, uh, shut up, dude, I fucking hate the NFT shit, anybody in the fucking NFT shit is whack, okay, and I don't give a fuck, that's how I feel, bro, it's like, I, I fucking, go make something, go create something, don't you want to be known for some cool shit, don't you want to be known for some cool shit, nobody's getting pussy off NFTs, yo, I unfollowed this one chick because she's like, on some real NFT vibes, right? Like talking shit and like showing her little fucking uh, Doge coin going up, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, yeah, I've had enough. And I followed. Literally, I'm not even kidding. An hour later, I saw a message that said, "What did I ever do?" To-? And I just deleted it before I ever got into it. Before I even got into it, because it probably said, "What did I ever do to you?" I even support, and it's like, "What did you ever do to me?" You posted this Doge bullshit that I had to look at. That's what the fuck you did to me, <laughs> okay? God damn. But yeah, I mean, and I got it's like another homie I got. You know, he's a fucking you know trapaholic, and he's into this shit. I'm just like, bro, I love you, I fuck with you, but like, this just stick to the stick to the pharmaceuticals, my guy. What are you doing? But, uh, yeah, so, that's just, that's, like, another thing I'm about to be doing in this motherfucker, dude, is just complaining about shit. I just may complain about shit in this motherfucker, and I don't care. Like, this honestly is just, you know, I honestly think that this podcast is just, it's just documentation of me on the road 
on my road to insanity. That's what I think this podcast may just end up being. Okay? It just may be that. Um, But, look, man. It's what it is. We're fucking here. Appreciate you guys. You know, NFT. I went too hard. It's all good. Just, whatever. Um, But look, man, we're going to take one more goddamn break in this motherfucker. And I want to talk about some fucking kicks and some fucking drops I've been fucking with. Then we're going to get the fuck out of here. I did write, yo, it's funny. I wrote down uh, to talk about the Bengals schedule first. But if I were to talk about the Bengals, I could only talk about the 05-06 playoff team and the whole 05-06 offense pretty much all smashing my mom. Uh, Rudy Johnson included. Hey, Rudy, if you out there, holler at me. I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass. Uh, but nah, man. I don't. Can you even say that? I don't think. Fuck. All right. Look, man. We'll be right back. Enjoy the motherfucking beat, commercial, all that shit. Fucking do not change it, man. We're gonna be back before this shit is done. Don't touch that down. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go. Here we go. With Puckington the God. 45, got a new car to drive, trying to stay alive. That's my man's motherfucking Joel Santana. Dip set, dip set, dip set. But the Joel's. And I'm going to get fucking taken off here for the goddamn bars that I may lay down on the classics. Um, But look, man, we back. Thank you for being back. Um. Look, man, one thing I want to fucking do with this pod shit is I want to fucking get people hip to, to you know, brands that I fuck with and, and, uh, and you know, homies that have, you know, brands and homies that are creatives and little bullshit like that because uh, I just think that there's, you know, a whole world that people don't even know about and there's whole brands that people don't know about and even to the point where you know they it will it could be some serious collabs with some serious fucking brands and people still not know about them and if they did know about them they would fuck with it uh and so that's a lot of you know a purpose also with this podcast uh other than just me fucking talking like a goddamn psychopath the whole time um so you know, I will be fucking with some shit. Uh, uh, obviously, you know, with shoes, I have a whole situation, this whole old man mentality of uh, sneakers. You know what I'm saying? I've been into sneakers, you know, 29 years of life. You know what I'm saying? So, and really, definitely the past, you know, heavy, the past 15 years up until, you know, the past couple. But, it's just gotten kind of to a point where I'm super frustrated and I'm just fucking sick of it. Why am I fucking, I'm fucking sick of the fucking same goddamn five shoes that everybody wants and wears. I, 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 dude, I'm sorry that I'm being negative here. Okay. There is a positive ending. Uh, so I'm sick of seeing the goddamn same, the Virgil off whites and the cactus fucking plant flea market jacks and whatever the fucking hype bullshit that everyone posts and likes. And it's like all these, all, you know, it's all that shit. All it's like state statement pieces. The shit is whack. There's no fucking history. There's no fucking culture to it. Like the Jordan one to me is literally just, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, but I look at it like a Yeezy 350 at this point. It's so hoard out. 
It's so, I mean, it, it can sell out no matter what. Everybody loves it. Look, I know this is kind of like the, oh, it's so mainstream vibe. But at the same time, it's like, bro, StockX is everything that sneakers was not supposed to be. StockX is every, let me repeat that. StockX is everything that sneakers was not supposed to be. Okay. Um, I'm not saying I don't like accept for what it is, but it's just not like stocks and all that nerdy bullshit. Like that's not what this shit was meant to fucking be, but I get it. It's a mainstream thing now and whatever, whatever. But that being said, it's allowed me to like that frustration with new bullshit has allowed me to kind of take this weird turn in the past probably two to three years of just going back and really finding shit that I really loved as a kid that really juiced me up as a kid uh because it juices me up now you know what I'm saying like I always just pull inspiration from my childhood you know on every level uh on the subconsciously I don't even do it on purpose so uh at times so you know I really was like, yo, let me just go back and, you know, find these fucking Iversons and that's led me down this rabbit hole and let me go find these DC links, these Brian Winning joints and that's lead me down this rabbit hole or, or these Andrew Reynolds lead me down this rabbit hole or these Jordan 18s. That's another thing I've like, I have this now that you guys are all, not you guys, sorry, that like everybody's on this bullshit and these, these they only want Jordan 1s and hype bullshit. I'm on this 15 through like 20 appreciation kick 21 even really the red suede you know what i'm saying like so i really became loving of those joints and also because their childhood situation you know what i'm saying like i remember you know begging my weak ass mom to fucking buy me the you know jordan 17s with the briefcase and the, the mixtape and da, da 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 and her not understanding the price and me having a you know throw the little white boy kid fit to get them, you know what I mean, so, it's just things like that, that, you know, the, the bullshit in sneakers has allowed me to, to kind of fuck with the childhood shit, because that's the kind of shit we grew up on, I didn't grow up on Jordan 3s, I'm sorry, I didn't grow up on, you know, the Jordan 5s, you know what I'm saying, I, I got that shit when I was, you know, later on in life and shit, but, you know, I was, you know, when we were old enough to really understand and start copping shit, it was like, when we were kids, it was like, you know, I was fifth grade when the Jordan 17 came out. I was, you know, eighth or sixth grade when the fucking Jordan 18 came out. I had the white and red, you know what I'm saying? So it's just memories like that. And it really just allowed me to go back. I know it's just like some fucking sentimental bullshit now. It really went from like really negative vibes to like really sentimental vibes. But uh, yeah, so that just allowed me to like, you know, go back and really find what I love and, you know, get just keep it niche, man. Keep it niche, bro. Um, so yeah, and so I want to talk about, you know, drops every week of whether it be sneakers, whether it be, you know, brands, situations like that. Like right now, for example, a shoe that's just on my mind right now is the, uh, the Jimmy Gorecki, uh, JSP Vans Volt collaboration and it's a Chucka and like, it's a pink joint and it has, you know, so much story behind it. And this is not me, you know, really explaining it or whatever. It's just me giving an example. It's like that also jimmy grecky love you love you you're a legend but there's only so much i can read in the captions man okay i can't read all the captions okay i just gotta kind of you know like jimmy grecky legend of long captions but love him 
absolute legend. Uh, but yeah, so like that shoe comes just to mind because I feel like there's a whole side of people who like Vans and buy Vans and cop Vans that don't even know that that shoe exists. Uh, after I just bitched about everybody, look, look, look there's going to be a lot of back and forth of the, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, hypocritical. It's going to be a lot of hypocritical things going on in this podcast, especially when I'm just, uh, free, freestyling it. But yeah, so like that sneaker, you know, and I want to talk about that on here and I want to show the picture and I want to fucking speak on, you know why I think it's dope, and the story behind it, and Jimmy's whole history, and all that, so, you know, it'll be things like that, or, like, my homies from Houston, Slump Boys, shout out Slump Boys, Ashley Caesar, you know, those are the homies, they have a great brand called Slump Boys, and and it's all Houston-based, and it's just so dope, and, you know, I want that to be out there, and I'm not even saying I had, they, these people have bigger platforms than me, but, you know, it's just, you know, just shit that I'm passionate about, man. I just want to talk about it and share shit with people, you know what I mean? Because I've always been that way, man. It's like, if I'm passionate about it, I want to share it to people. And then when it gets too big, then I no longer like it and I hate it and regret that I shared it to people and I'm on to something, something else. But I know this was a bare bones, okay? I know this was a short one, a bare bones, a yada, yada, yada. But we had to get this shit the fuck out. You don't even know, okay? You don't even know. Uh, so goal is to do this shit bi-weekly and goal is to not just come up here and tell you what I'm going to do, going to do it. Okay. But we just had to get y'all motherfuckers introed out. Okay. Um, man, sub on every level, comment on every level. I'm not on that social media fucking corny shit. That's always kind of been me to a fault of like, yo, I'm fucking, I'm a real integrity artist, dude. I'm not fucking doing social media shit and fucking follow me here and personal brand and any of that bullshit. But look, bro, fuck with it because I need you. Because the fucking YouTube comments, as you can tell that I'm super fucking paranoid about, are going to be coming in hard body. Going to need you to fucking talk shit back. And I don't even talk shit back. Just pump me up. That's all I need. That's all I need is just pump me up. Uh, God, my podcast is such an egotistical thing, man. Jesus fucking Christ. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for episode one. I appreciate it. It's the motherfucking big feller coming at you. We'll be back, not this week, but the week after. All right? Thank you. Follow me on the gram, because that's all I got, because I quit fucking Twitter. Thank you, guys. Love you. Peace the fuck out. I said, hey, hey, what's going on, boys? We'll be back with another episode of the Bucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God.